Should we start with the good news, Carl? Let's start with the good news. Everyone in the NFL lost this week. Some freaking crazy games. Are very unexpected. Everyone. Mm-hmm. All 32 teams, even the four on bye week, lost. Everyone had one more notch in the loss column, except for the Steelers, who tied. That's tough. And Detroit's <laughs> Detroit's still looking for their first win. I heard some commentators talking about, um, like, is it as bad if they finish 0-1-15 versus 0-16? Is it the same thing? <sighs> or as, like, the guys in the room, are they like, yeah, we didn't. We didn't lose every game. <laughs> I think that the like you have your loss is a one less than the actual season. I think you take that. I think at that point you take whatever because they're bad. I had no idea Detroit was going to be this bad because even like Jacksonville shows signs of life, right? Miami totally. shows signs of life. Not these guys, man. Just consistently so bad the whole season. Really bad. Except for this week, they tied. Yeah. Jared Goff. How do you feel about Jared Goff going from a legit Super Bowl to contender to the worst team in the NFL? No, that sucks, eh? So, uh, yeah, especially going from LA to Detroit to the city, everything. Mm. But it shows, right? Your whole team needs to be good. You can't have pockets on your team and just have one guy try to cover it up because it doesn't work in football. One thing we have is a few pockets, Carl. Mm -hmm. We got a few spots that are not uh, (laughs) definitely have room for improvement, let's say. I do want to start with the positives. It's a at this point in the season when you're three and six, it is difficult to stay emotionally angry. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty good at being emotionally angry throughout most seasons. When you know, like last year, we start whatever six and zero, oh, and then whatever, what did we finish ten and six or something? So the second half of the year was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. When you have a bunch of wins under your belt, <clears throat> being upset at some late losses is. Uh, is tough to take when you're three and six. It's a different world. And you lose another game. You're just like, oh, well, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> like at this point, we're assuming that was almost at least the third pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're talking on Monday night. The Rams are getting smashed by the 49ers right now. Stafford is overrated. I'm going to stick with that. I said it from the beginning of the year. Remember? We talked about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Remember Mike kept talking about how Stafford was going to be the savior? I just don't understand how you can pull a quarterback from a team that has never accomplished anything and accept and ex- expect him to go and win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think it works like that. No, I don't think so. <clears throat> it's a little harder than that. <laughs> That's a quarterback position too, man. You're fucking your whole team. It was a weird week for the Rams this, this week, eh? Mm-hmm. They got Von Miller, mm-hmm. they got OBJ, and they lost Woods. Woods is legit, hey? Practice, he he's, tore his ACL. No, but he's really good. Oh, Woods is good, yeah. Yeah. Him and Cooper, Cooper Cup are one and two on that team. OBJ won't replace him. You don't think so? No, I don't think OBJ is that good. Really? He hasn't done anything in three years. He's been playing on the Browns. That's true, but now he's <laughs> Stafford. Do you think that's going to help? No. <laughs> <clears throat> Who's the Browns quarterback? Uh, Baker. Oh, yeah. Man, Baker, he started so shitty, and then he showed a glimpse of potential. People thought he'd be where he'd work out, and he's kind of regressed again this this year. So who knows with that? It is the hardest position in sports, man. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how few 
guys in the world are actually good at that position, right? <clears throat> There's five. Oh my God. That was the, one of the most ridiculous interceptions I've ever seen. Did you see that? There's a flag. I hope they don't call PI on that guy because that was bananas. He caught Stafford. it on his ass. So he tipped it and was falling down and caught it on his like thigh. Or... Anyway, when this replay comes on, watch this, Carl. This is ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's good. He's got it. Yeah, but did they call PI though? Oh, the flag. It's a oh, legit catch. He did. They called PI. Oh man. That was so crazy. But San Francisco's defense is still good, right? They're still I think so. top in the league. I think they're a prime example of really struggling at the quarterback position, man. Yeah. <clears throat> they got a rookie in Trey Lance, and they got Garoppolo, who's been bottom half of the league for his career. And they just keep going back and forth between the two, and none of them can really figure it out. Yeah. Okay, but let's mention a few pros. Yeah. <clears throat> A few pros. Russell Wilson is back. Mm -hmm. Seems like he rushed it a little bit. Mm -hmm. He did not seem comfortable out there. He missed a lot of easy throws that should not be missed. So it seemed like he was still in some sort of discomfort. Also, zero snaps under center. Zero snaps under center. So they were completely running a different play play system. I did not even know. Everything that. was out of the really? shotgun. Yeah, zero snaps just because of his finger. Wow, I did not notice that. Interesting. Yeah. What's the difference though? Who cares? I guess you have four seconds to track it in the air. Or not four. You have like one second to track it in the air and, ca and catch it instead of the center just throwing it against your finger. But No, no, no. But like why Why do you need to be under center? You don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, I like the shotgun. I like shotgun any, better because you start farther back. You don't have to take those steps. You're looking right away. You catch yeah. the ball and you're ready to go. Yeah, yeah I agree. And you still have all the run plays that you can run off of shotgun. Of course. It may, your RB just lines up right yeah. beside you. It makes yeah. no difference. Interesting. Yeah. No, I did not even uh, recognize that at all. Thanks for bringing that up. <clears throat> okay, so I'd say pro Russ is back. Mm -hmm. Hopefully over the next few weeks he gets a little more comfortable and that finger is okay. Yeah. Um, another pro. I felt like that was a breakout game for Gerald Everett. Yes. He got used way more. Maybe that was because Russ was a little uncomfortable and he wanted to throw checkdowns. I think bit. that's exactly it. But how many receptions did he have? He eight had eight, eight targets, eight receptions. Yeah. <clears throat> he shows he, life, man. Man, he's a solid, he's a really solid guy. He's so, man, yeah. If they, if they can continue that, if he can get like five to seven targets a game. Yeah. That would help their offense so much. It's these easy take pass, some, too. That we some pressure with. off DK and lock it. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Especially if those guys can't get open down the field, you have another check down, right? Yeah. I mean, Everett's a great option. Disley made some plays, too. Yeah. But yeah, I hope Everett keeps clicking. I like him a lot. Another pro, Trey Brown, the young cat. Yeah. Who uh, is playing corner. Yes. Seems like that guy makes a big play on third or fourth down every game. Hmm. Do you remember this one? I think it was their fourth down try. There, it was like fourth and three, and the Packers went for it. Yeah, they're on like yes. uh, the Seahawks the forty yes. or something. Yeah, and Brown makes a big break, comes up and uh, makes a big hit on Lazard. I think it was. I saw that. Yeah, and he dropped the ball. Yeah, 
it seems like every game he has one of those big plays where he makes a big stop on third down or something. Or, or something. This week is fourth down, but I like that, man. Remember, we, we talk so much about the uh, DBs. Yes. And being able to make football plays, right? Yes. You can run with a guy, but if you don't turn your head at the right second and put your hand up to deflect a pass or whatever, it doesn't matter because those guys you're playing against are the best athletes in the world. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to catch the ball anyway, even if you're in their face. Ryan Neal, Neal had a few plays like that too. Mm-hmm. I keep saying, bringing him up every team, every time we do this podcast, but I like Ryan Neal. So my last pro is the defense as a whole, right? Yes. We play a team that is now, have they lost one game or two? Maybe uh, they're eight two, and two. Two games. Yeah. Eight and so two. Play, Packers are eight and two. They, I'd say there's probably four teams that are favorite in the NFC right now, and it's Green Bay, um, a healthy Arizona, but who knows how long Kyler Murray's going to be out. Yeah. The Rams, I would have said, oh, are, are a contender, man. Now this three and five and then, team here. Do you say Dallas? Maybe Dallas and Tampa. So maybe there's five. Yeah. I think you have to include Dallas this year. And then Tampa as well. Even though, like, every week too. we talk about this, right? Yeah. No one wants to be good in the NFL right no, now. No, I know. Everyone that's good is losing <laughs> games, right? To shitty teams. Yes. Right, Buffalo lost last week. Uh, Tampa, the Ravens, the Rams, the Cardinals. How many? Is it? Was there more? No, I think that that's was, it. That's that a lot of games. Of the top teams that's a in lot. the NFL. Four yeah. of the top teams in the NFL lost this week. Holy shit! And a bunch of them were to shitty teams. The Chargers lost too. Mm-hmm. Not that they're like a top five team, but they're a decent team in the AFC. They were. They were supposed to be much better. <clears throat> that's crazy. Yeah. Not crazy. Uh-huh. It was a, such a crazy week in the NFL today, this week. It, that's why the NFL is the best sport in the world, man. This so is so good. fun watching this stuff. Like coming into this game tonight, I messaged Lucas and, and Carl. We have a group chat. And I just said, I hope the 49ers beat the piss out of the Rams. <laughs> and it's 31 to 7. And I am very happy. Yeah, there's piss all over the field right now. <laughs> this is good. Stafford is uh, questionable at best. Questionable at best. How many picks has he thrown? They only two, I think. He threw two in the first two. quarter. Yeah. And then we've seen in the last four minutes we've been watching this game. Yeah. We've seen him almost throw two more. I know. Maybe three. <laughs> we didn't see the second or third quarter, though. So I don't know. Speaking of picks, Jamal Adams finally got one. Finally. First one Holy for the fucking crap. Seahawks. The guy does have hands. Isn't that crazy? He played a great game. He had 11 tackles, two quarterback hits, and interception. He's a really good football player. He's just not a coverage phenom like no. other guys, right? <clears throat> no. I think the most underrated player on our team is Quandre Diggs. Hmm. Where? Oh, he's like three yards behind. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> what was that? Oh, man. I wish... I wish our technology was good enough, Carl, Yeah. that as we are watching the podcast yeah. and reacting to these plays, you can have a little screen come up in the corner oh, of the YouTube you video imagine? that shows what is happening in the game because that was outrageous. Matt Stafford, who we're just verbally abusing yes. yep. for the last 10 minutes here, is scrambling, runs <laughs> about five yards past the line of scrimmage, then retreats two yards. <laughs> He he did try to come back, but he came back two yards. He thought about so running for the touchdown. So he was still yeah. three yards ahead of the line of scrimmage, <laughs> and then through the. <laughs> oh man! 
What a play. Unreal. Also, I got to mention the last thing about the Seattle defense, uh, Bobby Wagner. So he has 100 tackles a season now for his 10th season. 10 years in a row. That's pretty impressive. Every year he's played in the NFL? Yeah. Yeah, I I think so. He's halfway through the year and he has 100 tackles. Yeah. He has to be leading the league. That's a good question. NFL tackle leader. He has to be number one. Because we're, what are we, three and six? So we're nine games in. So he's averaging 12 or 13 tackles a game. I actually like feel he's number two. He's behind by one. Um, but he's consistently always up there. I feel always. like he's really, really underappreciated. And I think if we didn't have him for these last like four or five years, our defense would be way worse than it actually is. He's an interesting football player because he is not flashy in any way. Not at all. He doesn't make big plays, but he's always in the right position. And he always... He very rarely misses the tackle. Oh, my God. His footwork is perfect. I talk yeah. about it all the time, man. So good. The way he lines guys up, it's it's one of the best in the leagues for sure. Mm-hmm. He's so consistent. Yeah. So what, what, what would you prefer? A, a consistent middle linebacker or one that makes more crazy plays? But I guess. I'd prefer having both. So <laughs> I would like Bobby Wagner in the middle, and then I would like to have a right linebacker, right outside linebacker, mm-hmm. that is a, just a freak show that takes chances. Yeah. <laughs> So then but Wagner can cover yes, his back. Yeah. 100%. I like it. But no, I mean, like, how do you go against Bobby Wagner? They're, over the last 10 years, can you name one guy that is even in his league of comparison? No, I can't. For a decade? Mm-mm. There's been guys each year, for sure, that are as good, but, but for that long. And guys no get way. hurt in that position all the time. All the, dude. Yeah, your body just takes a beating, man. And he's he's been able to do it for ten years. He looks he looks like a Lego piece. Ah, uh, yeah, he does. He, like like without pads on, yeah. he just looks like a like a rectangle, right? <laughs> like he's so his shoulders are so thick, his chest is so thick. Like and his calves are so thick too, yeah. man. Oh yeah, he yeah. looks funny. That was our appreciation for Bobby Wagner. So, but I would say I'll, I'll say though that I think the defense played pretty well mm-hmm. in the red zone. They were great. They oh, were yeah. really good. Yeah. Holding the Packers to 17 points. What more can he ask for? Especially, especially the holding holding a good team to 17 points, yes, is good. Mm-hmm. But you need to take into consideration that the offense is tragically bad right now. Yeah. And we don't get many snaps. We go three yeah. and out a lot. We punted the first five possessions of the game. Yeah. So the defense is on the field a shit ton, right? So if they're holding a really good offense to 17 points when they're on the field for, what, 40 minutes probably? Yeah. yeah. Like we did not have many offensive snaps, it felt like, this week. No. I think we had 51 and they had 69. I think I was doing the math earlier. So they had, what, 18 more more snaps than us. So what is that? That's 25% more snaps? Yeah. 30%? 30%. Almost. Fuck me, man. <clears throat> that is brutal. Yeah, and like you said, the defense, we held them to three points in three quarters. So absolutely no problems there, man. There's only so much you can do if your offense is doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. We got Tony Roma this week, which is nice to have. It'll probably be three more years before we see him again. One of the things they were saying, he was saying was, it seems like the Seattle defense is getting better a little bit every every week. Yeah. Which is encouraging. The interesting thing, though, is that 
coming into the year, we assumed that the defense was going to be the Achilles heel of the team, right? We assumed the offense wasn't going to have any problems with Russ, with Carson, with Collins. Looks awesome. I love Collins. With DK and Lockett. But they haven't put up very many points the last few weeks. I mean, okay, let's, let's, Russ has been out the last five weeks. It's been tough. But this week to get shut out. We, we had a lot of opportunity, right? Like, Russ threw two picks in the end zone. Right in the end zone, yeah. Both of them were so bad. Both, the one to DK was bad. The long throw to Lockett, I don't know. It just seemed like a bad decision to throw the ball. Yeah, I agree. Like, he was in double coverage. He wasn't ahead of the receiver in any or the DB in any way. He forced, he he forced under it throw, for sure. Or yeah. It was, oh, I don't know. But yeah, why why throw it? Why? And then the one to DK was just like a, it was like triple coverage in the corner and wasn't even a well-thrown ball. I don't know. So what, you think uh, Russell was like 70% health-wise? It's tough know. to say. How did he play? He probably played 25%, yeah. but I don't know what his health-wise was. The... I want to get the accurate number before I say this because as you Seahawks fans out there are listening, I do want to give you a little bit of hope. <laughs> and it's tough at the moment, I know, but let's see what we can get here. Okay. The... So the team... In the third wildcard spot at the moment is the Carolina Panthers, who are five and five. Hmm. So we're halfway through the season. We're two wins behind the wildcard spot. By no means is this <laughs> a comment saying that we're going to make the playoffs this year. Because <laughs> we're currently third last in the NFC. <laughs> oh, baby. But the NFC has, like I said, five good teams, and then everyone else is kind of battling it out to be number six and yeah. seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally everyone else. Mm -hmm. Everyone else except Detroit. <laughs> but everyone else, right? Yeah. The Saints are five and four. Carolina's five and five. Minnesota's four and five. Atlanta's four and five. It's Philly's so four and close. six. It is hilarious that we're worse than Philly. <laughs> San Fran's going to be four and five after this game. Washington is three and six, but they just lost Chase Young, so they basically have no chance. Uh, was he done for the year? He tore his ACL. Oh, fuck. I saw I got injured, but yeah. damn. Tore his ACL. I know. It's so shitty. It's so shitty. Like, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but, like, it's so shitty when, like, the young mm -hmm. rising stars mm -hmm. have a devastating injury like that like it's i guess it's devastating for them regardless of who you are when you have an industry an injury in the nfl but, <clears throat> but like, like a like a dak prescott like someone who's already there yeah who's already a superstar has an injury he sits out a year and he comes back and he's fine versus like the, saquon Totally, like the rising star guys who are just making a name for themselves and having like the year of their life, and they 
And just a major injury, oh, that eh? sucks. In those positions too, right? Always, fuck. In that position, your quickness mm-hmm. is everything. Your lateral side to side, yeah. Strength and quickness, right? Yeah. Strength, you can, you can continue and keep up. The quickness, man, after a torn ACL, it's never happened to me, but like I would assume you don't, it's challenging to get back. Yeah. And then, man, these guys snap the ball. They go zero to 100 every fucking play. It's crazy, man. Did you watch his injury? No. It seemed so harmless, man. Really? Oh, it's so crazy how that those ligaments in your knee just work, Just that man. weird step, right? And yeah. Just a pop it was and... literally nothing. Fuck. Well, fuck, hopefully he comes back soon, but... Well, I think, what's a torn ACL? Nine months? Yeah, usually it is. So m- maybe for the start of next year? That's tough. I know, it sucks. The rehab's got to just six be to nine months training as hell too. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Well, the other good news factor, we'll stay away from the bad news this week. <clears throat> the other good news factor is that as of now, we're playing the Arizona Cardinals next week at home. As of now, Kyler Murray is not supposed to play. <laughs> good news for us. <laughs> yeah. Right now they've got Colt McCoy starting. Oh man! So what, do we have a chance? Are this, I don't know, man. Like, are the Seahawks going to win another game this year? Like, that's the same goddamn question. Is anyone? Is it, exactly. Who knows? The NFL went zero thirty two this week. <laughs> Next week, <laughs> hopefully, a few teams win a game. Playoffs are canceled this year. No, that's crazy. I never seen a, a year like this though. I don't think I've seen a year like this Mm-mm. where so many good teams are losing to shitty teams. Usually you see two or three teams pull away from everyone else, right? They have zero losses or one loss or whatever. Totally. But yeah, this is nuts. And it's fucking shitty teams beating good teams. That's the difference though. Yeah. Like if you're losing to a team that's 500, you know, you had a bad week or you had one or one turnover at a wrong time of the game or whatever you mm. lose. Happens every every year, all the time. But when, like, the really good teams are losing to the Jags yeah. and the Dolphins, yep. it's uh, even the 49ers this year, man. Like, this is a shocking result. 31-7. With four minutes left in the game. Wild. Wild stuff, Carl. What's left, any? <clears throat> I think all that's left is to predict next week and likely be wrong again and then do it all again. Fuck, man. <laughs> do we score next week or what? <laughs> I mean, just based on odds alone, it would be really, really, really difficult. Uh-oh, Stafford got hurt? It'd be really difficult to not score two weeks in a row. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like, actually a Things have to go wrong. Mm-hmm. If those two picks in the end zone don't happen, we probably get a field goal or two out of them at least. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So, my prediction for next week is, and everyone that listens knows I always pick the Seahawks to win. I think the Seahawks win twenty-four to seventeen. Twenty-four to seventeen. I think Russ is going to be a little bit better. Um. I'm going to let you say what you think the score is going to be next week, and then I will bring up one more thing. 24-17, eh? 
I want to say the Seahawks win. I just don't know the score. What I'm hoping to see is the defense keeps kind of the same momentum that we saw this game. Tight coverage, no big gaps, no no easy touchdowns. And I'm hoping that the, like, fucking Russell just figures it out. We have the guys on offense to be good, but it's just, I feel like it has to click. Right? We were, we were hoping from the defense that guys figure out their positions, kind of play into a spot, figure it out. But, like, the offense can click and we'll be fine, yeah. I feel like. Totally. The offense is totally capable it's of putting so, up 38 points, That's a good points, word. Right? Capable is a good word, They're yes. capable of putting up 38 points. It's just we don't know why they're not doing it right now, essentially. Well, I think this week it was solely because of Russell Wilson not being healthy. Yeah. Like, he did not – he was not good. No, not at all. Right? He missed some hilarious wide-open passes that just didn't make any sense, right? There was one time where, like, the wide out ran, like, a three-yard stop – route basically and he just overthrew him by seven so, yards yeah. like seven so yards bad. over his head yeah so receivers have a ch- no chance to make a play on the yeah. ball so i'm hoping that gets eliminated fuck i want the seahawks to win so bad dude because these are these weekends are so sad <laughs> i'm gonna say 27 21 for seattle nice let's go big game from fucking Lockett and metcalf so let's say these scores are assuming Kyler Murray's not playing. Yes, that's 100%. So if Kyler Murray's playing, what is your score now? <laughs> I think they get less possessions. Seattle does. I would probably say I would 27-17 for Cardinals if Kyler Murray plays. I was going to say 27-17. There we go. I think the fucking the fact that we don't get enough possessions and we don't we don't keep up with the other team still kills us. Awesome. Russell Wilson had 40 pass attempts, but we only had 11 run attempts. We, it's either one way or the other. Like, we can't find a balance that works. We only ran the ball 11 times? Yeah. Alex Collins touched it 10 times for 40. So his average is 4.1, but we only ran it 11 times. 11, 40 throws, so we have 51 plays. There's a lot of weird spots, it seemed like. It seemed like every... So like very often we were in second and nine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, like you have to almost abandon the run game. Yeah. Right. right. Because it, it's still so predictable. Like the first play of the game, of course. Run up the middle. Every fucking time. I know. Why? It's embarrassing. It's bad. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it every single time, Carl. I swear at my TV every single week when they run the ball down the middle for but one yard on first down. <laughs> Just to start the game off. Like they can't run anything else, man. I don't Just know run a little uh, out route to Everett. Get him four yards. And let's keep moving yep, here. Yeah. Do something like that. Yeah. Everett. Yeah. Wow. What was that onside kick? Nope. DK. Should we touch on DK or should we just leave it? His little scuffle again. Sure. I mean, again, it's every fucking every week, time. Carl. Yep. Every week he gets a fifteen-yard penalty. And this week he got kicked out, and then he tried to come back, and the refs were like, "No, sir, we've kicked you out already. You're not allowed to play anymore with the other kids." And his excuse is that he just wants to win so bad. His excuse should be, "I can't control my emotions." He also had a couple draw passes, easy ones. <clears throat> Eight targets, three receptions, not the best, but you can't always blame him. There was a couple that were refs' fault. Yeah. There was a couple that he should catch. 
that there's a couple that were Russ's fault. Say two. There was one that I can remember where he ran like a little slant route and it was slightly behind him and he didn't make the catch, Mm -hmm. which the best receivers in the NFL make that catch. Yep. And then there was a couple drops that the good receivers in the NFL do not drop. Mm -hmm. What is your, as of right now, week nine, 2021, what is your opinion of DK Metcalf? Uh, And you can say anything from... Like where you think he ranks in the NFL to do we keep this guy long-term? Fuck. The long-term thing is, is tough to answer because it just depends on his attitude and what happens with that. At the, at that is all 100% up to him. Right now, is I don't even think he's in the top 15 wide receivers. No. Top 20, no. He, had, like, he has the potential, but he's just not on the same page with Russell Wilson. We don't know what's going on, going on with that offense. And, ah, Fuck, man, because he, he shows flashes sometimes like that he can be the best receiver in the league. But then other times, man, like these DPs get under his skin and they take him out of the game and it's over. And I don't know if he can win with a guy like that if it's that simple to do. Oh, man. That's name tough. any other top receivers in the league. Like name the top five. You don't need to name them, but like yeah. <clears throat> that guy on... Um, Green Bay. Yeah. What's his name? I can't, well, Adams. Adams, yep. What's his first name? I can't remember. Devontae. Devontae Adams. That guy is an animal, man. He is so good. Mm-hmm. When was the last time he took a unsportsmanlike penalty? Never. Even Jalen Ramsey, man. He talks, and but he just performs. That's what you got to do. And like I love that Green Bay, they're looking for him so much on offense. They're mm-hmm. running everything to his side. He's the first option every time. And Rodgers will force the ball a couple times with him because he knows he's better at 50-50. He's be- yeah, he's and I th- better. I think we ha- maybe we give like we have to give a little bit of a leash like that to Metcalf to see if he can run away with it. Or do you, or do you think he's just not ready for it? I don't think mentally he's ready. No. I think physically he, he is capable. Yeah. But I don't think mentally he is able to weather the emotional ups and downs of an NFL game. That's a great point. He's not, point. right? Yeah, that's a great point. It's it's every single week for the last six weeks, he's taking unsportsmanlike penalties just because someone says something he doesn't like. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, man. It was like Dunlap too had a stupid one this, this week where he just threw some guy's shoe. Yeah, right. He picked it up and what just threw it behind him, doing, man? man. It's so dumb. These guys are getting paid $10 million a year to throw shoes? So dumb. It's annoying stuff like that. And we, yeah. We've like most games this year. We've seen something like that, especially at like the most important time. Yeah, I don't know. Also, refing this week was bullshit. But that, like, oh my god. When you're, I don't know. When you're, when you play that bad, like on offense, it's hard to even blame. Yeah, refs. I know. Like, I know. At that point, you're just like, yeah, whatever. Fuck it. We deserve that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. At if that point, it doesn't matter. At that point, yeah, yeah. But if it was a closer game, it'd be a problem. It seems like this is my problem with DK. He has all the physical tools of a LeBron James to mm-hmm. be an all-time generational type receiver. Mm-hmm. The problem with DK is that every week from the Seahawks accounts that I follow on Instagram, they're not talking about his accolades his Mm -hmm. stats Mm -hmm. what they're talking about is 
how much he got fined this week. Right, right. <laughs> That's a problem. That's a problem. Like, I don't know what he's like in the locker room. I just see what happens on the field. And he needs to understand how to con control his motion or else it's going to be a journeyman career for him, I think. Yes. Yeah, it'll be over quick. He's going to be... Sh no, journeyman meaning... I think he'll stay in the league for a while. He'll just get shipped around a bunch because mm. he's not performing to what technically he could be paid for. So he'll have like a Golden Tate career? Golden Tate was... I'm trying to think of a guy like... Like almost like a Terrell Owens, right? Okay. Who has like four or five good years with the 49ers yeah. and then just gets shipped around because no one wants to work with, work with them anymore. So then he goes to, I don't know, he went to like three or four teams after, after that. Mm -hmm. Who else? Like OBJ. Yes. Right? Head cases, the drama guys. Yeah. And I don't necessarily know that they are drama. Just like what happens on the field is not, you can't catch the ball for 20 yards and then punch some guy in the face or throw the ball at them and then lose the 15 yards. Like yeah. you're, you're hurting your team so much every every game. I also like, like just him, him arguing with all those guys and just that negativity and stuff. Like how that must be affecting people in the locker room too. <laughs> he must be bringing that. I'm sure guys are calling him out, and, you know? I just, it just creates a divide. And I, yeah, like exactly like you said, guys like OBJ, right? We don't want him to be like that. No, I want to be good. Antonio good Brown, Antonio Brown. Yeah. Right? Same shit. Brown was so good for like three, four years. Dude, unstoppable. Unstoppable. So good. Yeah. Ocho Cinco. It's funny because there's countless guys like that. Damn. Whereas man. on the other end where they're like best receivers of all time, yeah. how many can you name? Interesting. Jerry Rice, for yep. sure. 100%. Would you put Randy Moss there? Yes, 100%. 100%. Well, it's, uh, who played with? Um, Marvin Harrison? Yes. Is that what That's you're what thinking? I was, thinking nice. I was going to say, who played with Peyton Manning? Marvin Harrison. And then T.Y. Hilton was the next guy, right? He was like the younger guy that was at the end of his career, I think. No, T.Y. Hilton's playing right now. He's old now He for the Colts. It was, uh, it was Reggie, Marvin Harrison. Reggie, Reggie something. Reggie White. Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. Yes. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Larry Fitzgerald, Calvin Johnson. Larry Fitzgerald is a fucking prime example of a straight professional who just does whatever he needs to do to catch the football and yeah. catches it whenever it's thrown at him. Yeah. And he doesn't say a thing. And right? when, as he got older, he accepted his new role perfectly no mm -hmm. complaints and would find a way to make himself valuable no matter where he was put 100 percent. per the per, I, I would say the perfect teammate 100 percent. totally and it's interesting in the nfl that those guys are very few and far between yeah whereas the other example of the obj the antonio brown every year we're hearing about Sheesh. a new guy that could be the greatest receiver of all time but just pisses everyone off and gets shipped out three times to different franchises. And it's so funny because a lot of these guys that have the drama on the field and all this shit, they have a lot of this drama in their lives, right? And you hear a lot of shit off the field too. So it's not just a one-time thing with these guys. It's the whole mindset and everything. But yeah, I'm hoping he fucking stays clear of that. I hope he becomes more Jerry Rice. Than, <laughs> I don't think so. <clears throat> it's...
we've talked about it before, but like Lockett is a good example of someone who hopefully will guide him in the right direction, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's such a pro, that guy. He doesn't get in fights. Never. He does his job. Mm-hmm. He doesn't complain if he only gets two targets in a game. He just goes out the next game and is like, yeah, whatever. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get open and if Russ hits me, yep. then I'll catch the ball 14 times tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's exactly it. And yeah. it happens all the time. All the time. You'll get one catch, one game, and then the 13 targets. Yeah. Next, yeah. And you'll Hopefully never... Russ is a good example for him too, but I don't know. This year has been super weird to watch DK. It's funny because we weren't saying this as much last year. No. It's way more no. this year. I don't even think like preseason where I guess we did mention it, but we weren't really expecting it to be this bad. DK had his DK had a breakout year last year, right? Yeah. He had over a thousand yards. He had Well, both him and Lockett started. Ten records. or twelve touchdowns, right? <clears throat> Which was his second or third year? Third year, maybe? That was his second. This is his third. This is his third? Yeah. So you're expecting him to continue to grow, right? Like he's a friggin' kid. He's 24, 25, whatever. It's scary. It is scary. That was a terrible. He's 23, eh? Terrible interception that you just threw there, Matthew Stafford. He's 23? 97. Fuck. <laughs> it's so crazy. <clears throat> All right. Cool. Let's get out of here, Carl. <clears throat> Seahawks are three and six. We got Arizona next week at, at home. At this point, you <laughs> Let's have fun. <laughs>